In any life, we have highs and lows, light and dark, wins and losses. What happens when we encounter that moment in time when what happens next could change everything? Join us as we step into another person's inspirational moment and see how we can connect their experience to ours. This is Greg Stevens, and you're listening to A Shot of Inspiration. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Shot of Inspiration. I'm really excited about our guest this week. We have Sarah Yamtich, and Sarah is the founder and CEO of Conscious Conversion. It's a holistic multimedia marketing agency supporting spiritual entrepreneurs and thought leaders of the new paradigm. Sarah has a master's in social work and a background that spans federal policy analysis and life coaching. She also has significant digital marketing experience, taking professionalism, team management, and client care to a whole new level. Her work isn't just about marketing strategy. It's also about helping clients resonate deeply with their audience so they can transform the planet and give voice to the new earth. Sarah is the host of Conscious Conversion. It's a weekly podcast of how we bridge the gap between business and spirit, money and meaning, technology and regeneration in a wildly changing world. And in a time with so much polarity and uncertainty, Sarah's podcast explores how we're connecting across the planet, across our differences, and across dimensions as we build the new earth together. Sarah's a single mom, lives on Maui in Hawaii, think about that, with her seven-year-old son, Indy. And Sarah, it's nice to meet you and welcome to the show. Oh, Greg, thank you so much. It's so good to be here. Well, it's great having you here. So I want to just jump in and get to know you. I would like to start with, how did you get into the things you're doing in the world and why are you doing them? What led you down this path? You know, it's so interesting um, in retrospect how you can see your whole life leading up to this point, right? If you really take a certain like wide lens angle of your life and it's like, when did I start on this journey? Well, the moment I was born or before that, I don't know. But I can say that I didn't get an MBA. I didn't major in marketing. In fact, I majored in anthropology and women's studies, and I got a master's degree in in social work policy. And my mission has always been to help create transformation on the planet. From a very young age, I saw that there was something wrong with the way that we were living and that we weren't really living in harmony with nature and with our nature. We aren't meant to be sitting in cubicles all day, staring at boxes of light and not really interacting with our planet and with one another in authentic ways. And so when I sort of dove into the marketing world, it was with that mission of how can I leverage the technologies that we have to create transformation on the planet among individuals, communities, and globally. So yeah, there's so many different ways and avenues and stories that I could tell along my way, but that's that's sort of my overall mission. Well, that's great. So you went into uh, social work and what did you, did you do anything there first and then say, this just isn't cutting it? Oh yeah. So tell yeah, me about I mean, that. so yeah, when I got through grad school, um, one of the first things I did was worked with survivors of domestic violence. And then I worked with perpetrators of domestic violence. So I worked at the clinical level for a while and then I 
ended up getting a job in a congressional office in Washington, D.C., working out of um, on legislation on women's issues and, and housing issues. And then from there, I got a, a job at the Division of Violence Prevention at CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta, Georgia. And so I was working in social work policy. I even went to Tanzania for a bit to work in, with the Global AIDS Program. I went to Kenya to work on preventing violence against women and children. And, you know, I was, my heart was really aligned with that work, yet I really felt a lot of dissonance with the, the bureaucracy and the, I don't want to go so far as to say hypocrisy, but kind of, you know, it's like, it, it really is. It's like when you're working at those, those levels of, of bureaucracy and sort of the top down ways of doing things, it becomes a lot more challenging to be in a heart space and a heart resonance with the people and the work that you're doing. So for me, even though I went into the policy piece because I wanted to make more macro level change, I found that I was really just kind of spinning my wheels, doing as I was told in order to bring home a paycheck. Right, right. It lost its passion for you then, did it? didn't it? It, it did. Yeah, it did. And and that's not to say that there aren't extremely passionate, beautifully intentioned, brilliant people still working in those systems. But for me and my constitution, I needed to do something that was a lot closer to the ground. Yeah. Um, and in 2012, I quit everything and packed up my car and moved across the country to embark on a new, on a new paradigm, my own personal paradigm shift. I've had a lot of those. And I moved to the West Coast and embarked on coaching, on life coaching. And in doing that, I found myself having to learn how to do marketing. And as I was learning how to do marketing, I thought, wow, now if I could get into this, this is a place where we can have a really big impact because the whole point of marketing is reaching, you know, when it's done, I think, well, you're reaching into the hearts and minds of a broader culture speaking to them about, you know, the world that they're in and how they can make a transformation and bridge the gap between where they are now and where they want to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that because you took the risk to step out and it took courage to do that. I I love that because when you said you just jumped out into a whole new area that you've never been in, but I also believe our passion leads us into that unknown many times. And Mm. uh, we have to have that faith and trust that that next step we're going to take is going to be there for us. But there's also a lot of doubts and fears in there as well many times. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I've been calling myself a professional cliff jumper lately because I have done this so many times now of taking that huge leap into a wild unknown for the sake of a greater good or a greater calling or a vision without knowing, you know, for certainty that there's going to be a fluffy mattress at the bottom or, or that I'm going to have my wings spread and I'm going to fly or, you know, whatever it is, you know, there's always those doubts that creep in. And yet I feel I have no choice but to jump. Right. It's a pull for you, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I understand exactly what you're talking about. So a, along dealing with that, that's also your personal growth. So let me ask you, how do you bridge the gap and talk about spirituality and in, in the media and things that you're doing? Walk us through some of the people you've helped along the way with what you're doing in the world right now. Wow. Yeah. I mean, let's see. Let me think about that. I've got... I mean, it's, I've started this agency about five years ago. So I've had a lot of, 
of clients. I've worked with a lot of, you know, life coaches and course creators and people who are really doing incredible work in the world. And I feel like my work is to help sort of them package what they're offering in a way that others will be able to to hear it resonate, you know, to be able to to see the work, to hear about the work, resonate with it. And then that's why the agency and the podcast are called Conscious Conversion, because then they kind of convert. It's a double meaning of that word of like converting to a new way of thinking, a new way of being in the world at the same time, conversions of sales. So just redefining what that means. And so I have... You know, I have one client who, who really works with people who have experienced a lot of trauma, which is all of us <laughs> who have experienced a lot of trauma in the world to, to take that and alchemize it into transcendence, trauma to transcendence. And so finding those people and, and helping them sort of like they, she has free classes. And so bringing them to her free classes so that then she can create that transformation for them and then join whatever programs that she's got. And she's wildly successful. People absolutely love her and she's making a huge impact in the world. That's awesome. You, what I, so what I hear you saying is you're helping others help others. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I often exactly. I often say that my one of my missions is to amplify the impact of people doing really good work in the world. That's beautiful. That really is, and that really describes it all. Because that's what I was walking through. Because if you're helping coaches, those ki- coaches are having those one-on-one or mastermind conversations, helping so many people, and it really comes down to that. And I think you are touching lives on a macro level now that you kind of mm. wanted to early on social work, but it it came down to more you doing it from where you are, it sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah. And and for me too, it's important for me to live in places that I feel like I can really connect with nature. You know, I lived in Costa Rica for three years and now I live on Maui and Hawaii. And it's for me, I, I really appreciate being able to be remote and semi-nomadic, you know, and so my son, I have a seven-year-old son, and we've kind of become world travelers together and meeting people and being able to work remotely is is super important. That's beautiful. And then uh, being in Maui and what led you to uh, want to go there? What was the process to get to Maui? And well, yeah, let's I mean, go, well, let's go back. Let's go to Costa Rica. Yeah. Let's talk about that. I want to hear, hear the whole thing here. <laughs> yeah, that the Costa Rica story is is rich. So as I told you, in 2012, I quit everything and moved to the West Coast from Atlanta. And then long story short, in 2017, I came down to Costa Rica for a retreat with one of my mentors. His name is Sean. Um he does a lot of conscious embodiment work. And so I came down to Costa Rica to to work with him more closely for a week. And I met his partner, Munai, who's also now one of my mentors. And I just had this really transformative experience. So that was 2017. We just had an election. I was really feeling a lot of dissonance with our mainstream culture and feeling really out of touch and out of sync with the, the our planet and actually kind of in this sort of self-flagellation on a collective level where I remember being at the bottom of this waterfall in Costa Rica. It's now tattooed on my arm. <laughs> I remember being at the bottom of this waterfall and just like, you know what, Mother Earth, God Source, like, go ahead and destroy us because we are messing it up. We are not doing it right. And I'm so sorry. Please forgive us. And I felt this inner knowing from the earth herself or from God or from source or whatever you want to call it, 
that said, basically, you are us, you are nature, you are source, you are earth, you are the embodiment of us. We don't want to destroy you. We want you to understand where you come from and who you are. And I just have goosebumps even telling that story now because it was really a huge personal paradigm shift for me where it was empowering. I felt this deep forgiveness and unconditional love and like, like, okay, now pull up your bootstraps and do the, do the work slash play and, and show up. And instead of self-flagellating and instead of feeling really guilty and being in that polarity, instead, um, how can we make an impact? What is your mission or what we say in, in or what they say in, in Hawaii is Kuleana? Like, what is your, what is your soul's purpose and how can you embody that now? So into, so I went back home. I was, uh, started my digital marketing agency shortly thereafter in Atlanta. I quit my job at CDC and I embarked on this journey with the digital marketing agency. I also really wanted to move to Costa Rica. I was like, I want more of this waterfall energy. And so I want to get out of the city. And so in 2019, I took the plunge, took my digital marketing agency, my laptop really, (laughs) and my son, and we moved to Costa Rica. And it has been a, an exquisite and beautiful journey to to really like learn how to live more in harmony with nature, to really live in my purpose and on purpose from that place. So that's sort of a short nutshell version of the of the Costa Rica story. And so did you work remotely there and just, I guess, explore and bring up your son and just experience the lessons you were needed to learn before you moved to Maui? Yeah, absolutely. So I moved in August 2019, which as y'all know, is six months before the you know what hit the fan. (laughs) And it was a beautiful place for us to be. I really was not interested in a lot of the mainstream programming. I wasn't interested in the way that, you know, our governmental systems were doing things. I wasn't interested in the way our healthcare systems were working, the educational systems, the econ the economics. And so living in Costa Rica kind of gave me a way to step out and a way and get a broader lens and see things from a different perspective, which I really appreciate. And I think everybody should do that a few times in their life. Um, and, and because of that move, like I don't, I mean, I was already sort of on that path, but now it's like, I don't send my son to a traditional school. I, I don't, I participate in in the economic system that we have because in some ways you kind of have to, right. but I do it with a different framing. I yeah, everything I do is is an intention to to bridge the gap between the old ways of being in the world and a new paradigm yeah. of being in the world. And I think that moving to Costa Rica really really helped me to embody that as much as I could. That's great. Yeah, I I know exactly what you're talking about because. I, my wife now is, we got married Christmas day, 2020, but when COVID hit and everything that happened, I remember we were going on a walk and everything that came out of my mouth was negative. And my wife, now wife, she looked at me, she goes, I've never heard you talk like this. And she said, Greg, I just can't, that worries me. I can't be with someone who would be that negative in life. And it, because I'm typically a positive person, but everything had just weighed on my shoulders and it just hit me. It's like, what are you doing? You're bigger than this. The the world, God is bigger than this. You have the energy, you have the power. And in that moment, I shifted my thinking 
And I decided I'm going to expand my world and started a new business, started some other things. But I had to shift my perspective because I was focused on everything that wasn't working. And I think for me, that's what I really had to do. So when you shared that, I, I understand the, I guess, the internal trauma that I think most people on the planet probably felt during that time. But the, I felt fortunate that I have a wife to kind of wake me up to it and call me on it. You know, so. But then, how did you how did you get to Hawaii from there? Yeah. So this this story weaves beautifully into the Costa Rica story. So I've been living in Costa Rica for a few years, and I was starting to feel some some dissonance there as well. And I think partially that's because of my constitution of having wanderlust and liking to take plunges and try new things. But partially, I think that there was something else calling for me. You know, there was a new calling that I had. I had sort of reached the level that I could reach from that vantage point. And my mentors, Sean and Munai, who I mentioned already, had moved from Santa Fe, New Mexico to Maui last year. And I used to visit them in Santa Fe quite a lot to do the, the conscious embodiment work. And Munai had taken me to Peru in 2018 to initiate me into plant medicine, particularly Wachuma cactus medicine. Right. And that that's a whole other story of wild paradigm shift and expansion. But so she and I were doing that work together. And I came to Maui this past June to visit them. I missed them. I hadn't seen them in a while since COVID and um, came to visit them. I kind of had an inkling that, that, that I was going to want to hang out here longer. We made a pilgrimage to Peru together in July. And after that, I just decided I was going to, I was going to come back to Maui. So I went back and grabbed my, my kid from, from family in Missouri and I brought him here in August. So now I am assisting Munai with plant medicine ceremonies once or twice a month, yeah. helping to bring these personal paradigm shifts because I really believe that the plant medicines are sort of, or have the potential to be used with right. intention. Um, to be sort of God's source, Mother Earth talking to us directly through through these ceremonies, and to to help to bring that paradigm shift to more people, that transformation to more people is a huge gift. It's so fun. While also working with Sean on his conscious embodiment work, he truly is like one of the thought leaders of the new paradigm. Yet he doesn't really have much online exposure. So so really like working more deeply with them while also working in my agency using leveraging the digital marketing agency to to bring this work to even more people. Yeah, that's what I find like your friend so many people don't know where some of the best people are <laughs> because they've uh, firstly been healing doing a different type of work. It hasn't been about their out there that's been hand to hand person to person. And I understand that. And so yeah, anything we can do to help promote you and your group i'd be more than happy to do i, I think oh uh, thank you craig I, no I, I think that you're doing a really amazing work in the world i think that people need to start to open their eyes and understand that you know when people walk around being right about things they don't learn anything their mm. mind is closed think about that when you're right about something you're not looking for anything else you have the answer and to think you have that answer is very egotistical and blinding because it blinds us to everything we're doing and uh, we need to open our minds. And so I love that uh, you're doing that type of work. So in that spirit, one of the things it sounds like you have a couple of mentors, what is maybe who has inspired you 
what, what person or interaction or thing has inspired you in life to give you whatever, maybe the, the courage to step into the unknown or to take chances you never thought you, you could handle it? So, because it sounds like maybe you grew up in Missouri. Is that correct? Yeah, you've gone. A, you're a long way from Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's inspired you to maybe do some of the work you do? There's so many people I could name right now. I mean, and I already named Sean and Munai, so I'll just like table that. But know that I could go on and wax philosophical and yeah. you know love for them for hours. And I could also talk about my mother. I, there's so many places I could go, but where I think I really want to, and I could talk about the planet and the Wachuma plant medicine, so much inspires me. But I think when the thing that, I, that I'm really crystallizing on is my son, mm-hmm. and his name is Indiana, and I call him Indy. And raising him and knowing that I need to, that I have a strong responsibility, not just to keep him safe and healthy and relatively happy, but to inspire him to be a leader in the new earth to inspire him to be in really high integrity to be a guardian of this planet and of our humanity's evolution to to really have an open channel with the divine and with source and have it be intrinsically motivated and not something that i'm imposing on him that requires me to be in high integrity, to be a guardian of this planet and the evolution of humanity. Like if I'm going to want to impart that to him, then I have to embody it. And so he is my biggest teacher and, he, and it's working. I watch him and I'm like, oh my God, my little Buddha. <laughs> and it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, that's one of the things I love that for him to teach him integrity, you have to have high integrity that uh, we have a mentoring program. And that's one of the things we constantly talk about is your mentor, your mentee needs to see you lead by example. And mm-hmm. that's what's going to create the relationship because they're going to aspire to that. But if you're out of integrity, they're going to be out of integrity. If you communicate poorly, they're going to learn to communicate poorly. And uh, but also we tell people you're going to learn so much more from your mentee than you ever thought. And in essence, your son is that for you. He's that knowledge and that understanding. It's beautiful how that works, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really is. It is. So, Sarah, in closing, because we only have like 30 minutes, so I want to make sure we get in under that time. But what can we do to support you? What can pe- how can people find you? What can they? What, what kind of offerings do you have that we could direct people toward you to help your business, help your mission in life, and uh, to inspire others? What are what? Are, how can people find you? What sweet and beautiful question. Thank you so much, Greg. A, cu- a couple things. One is if you are a an entrepreneur who has offerings already that wants to get them out more into the into the mainstream world. We have a digital marketing agency done for you and consulting that's organic social media and paid social media, funnel building, all of that and that in a very sort of new paradigm way. So all the whole team leans into the embodiment of the new earth. And so like copywriters, graphic designers, like all of it. It's not your typical sort of bro marketing typical agency we're we're doing things in a different way that's very relationship driven and mission driven 
So that's one piece. If, if, if anybody's interested, that's at consciousconversion.com. I'm also working on creating a space here on Maui for people to come for a personal paradigm shift. So coming to stay with me and my son and be immersed in this beautiful community here and come to ceremony and experience the, the plant medicine ceremony, experience time with waterfalls, you know, humbling ourselves and being empowered uh, in nature. And also sort of what I'm calling a, a mysticpreneur experience where we're really diving into business, but from a place of, of intrinsic connection with, with spirit as we talk about the business components of our lives. Right. I love that. And I love that your, some of your material talks about conscious leadership, doing things mm-hmm. consciously. I, I love that. That's something that's a term the last couple of years of really, I think John Mackey in his book, Whole Foods Guy, talked about conscious leadership. And I think it's so important that we have leaders who do have that integrity. And so do they find your, uh, your information online. Can you give us a website to go to or anything like that? Yeah. So I'm, I'm Instagram is my main place for sort of communicating with the world. And I've got a, my personal account is resonate with Sarah. So this, the word resonate with S A R A Sarah though. So that's, that's one place to find me. Consciousconversion.com is the website. And there's a quiz there called what kind of paradigm shifter are you? And so you can take that quiz and then you get on my email list and then, you know, you'll send, you'll, you'll be sent emails with the quiz results and you can always reply to one of those emails and also get a hold of me that way. That's great. That's great. Well, I've enjoyed today. Thank you so much. I think your message has been so inspiring, but I also want to throw it out there right now. I'd like to have you on again after a while and get to see where you've been from where we are this time, what's shown up in your life, because I want to continue to stay in touch and follow you and see what's going on. Oh, thank you, Greg. I would love that. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for joining us for another shot of inspiration. I wish you the best. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of A Shot of Inspiration. If you like this or any of our other episodes, make sure you rate it and share it with a friend. This is Greg Stevens, and we look forward to being with you next time. Until then, be bold, be courageous, and respectfully speak your truth.